0: Letter twenty five of Pamela, volume two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Pamela, volume two, by Samuel Richardson. Letter twenty five. My honored and dear parents i hope you will excuse my long silence which has been owing to several causes and having nothing new to entertain me with and yet this last is but a poor excuse to you who think every trifling subject agreeable from your daughter i daily expect here my lord and lady davis this gives me no small pleasure and yet it is mingled with some uneasiness at times lest i should not when viewed so intimately near Behave myself answerably to her ladyship's expectations But I resolve not to endeavour to move out of the sphere of my own capacity in order to emulate her ladyship She must have advantages by conversation as well as education Which it would be arrogance in me to assume or to think of imitating All that I will attempt to do therefore shall be to show such a respectful obligingness to my lady as shall be consistent with the condition to which i am raised so that she may not have reason to reproach me of pride in my exaltation nor her dear brother to rebuke me for meanness in condescending and as to my family arrangement i am the less afraid of inspection because by the natural bias of my own mind i bless god i am above dark reserves and have not one selfish or sordid view to make me wish to avoid the most scrutinizing eye. I Have begun a correspondence with miss Darnford a young lady of uncommon merit But yet you know her character from my former writings She is very solicitous to hear of all that concerns me and particularly how lady Davis and I agree together I loved her from the moment. I saw her first For she has the least pride and the most benevolence and solid thought I ever knew in a young lady and does not envy anyone i shall write to her often and as i shall have so many avocations besides to fill up my time i know you will excuse me if i procure from this lady the return of my letters to her for your perusal and for the entertainment of your leisure hours this will give you from time to time the accounts you desire of all that happens here but as to what relates to our own particulars i beg you will never spare writing as i shall not answering for it is one of my greatest delights that i have such worthy parents as i hope in god i long shall to bless me and to correspond with me the papers i send herewith will afford you some diversion particularly those relating to sir simon darnford and i must desire that when you have perused them as well as what i shall send for the future you will return them to me Mr. Longman greatly pleased me on his last return in his account of your health and the satisfaction you take in your happy lot And I must recite to you a brief conversation on this occasion which I dare say will please you as much as it did me After having adjusted some affairs with his dear principal, which took up to two hours My best beloved sent for me my dear said he Seating me by him and making the good old gentleman sit down for he will always rise at my approach Mr.. Longman, and I have settled in two hours some accounts which would have taken up to many months with some persons For never was there an exacter or more methodical Accomptant He gives me greatly to my satisfaction because I know it will delight you an account of the kentish concern and Of the pleasure your father and mother take in it now my charmer said he I see your eyes begin to glisten Oh how this subject raises your whole soul to the windows of it Never was so dutiful a daughter mr. Longman and never did parents better deserve a daughter's duty I endeavoured before mr. Longman to rein in my gratitude that my throbbing heart confessed through my handkerchief as I perceived but the good old gentleman could not hinder his from showing itself at his worthy eyes to see how much i was favored oppressed i should say with the tenderest goodness to me and kind expressions excuse me said he wiping his cheeks my delight to see such merit so justly rewarded will not be contained i think and so he arose and walked to the window well, good mr longman said i as he returned towards us you give me the pleasure to know that my father and mother are well and happy then they must be in a goodness and bounty that i and many more rejoice in well and happy madam ay that they are indeed a worthier couple never lived most nobly do they go on in the farm your honour is one of the happiest gentlemen in the world all the good you do returns upon you in thrice it may well be said that you cast your bread upon the waters for it presently comes to you again Richer and heavier than when you threw it in All the kentish tenants madam are hugely delighted with their good steward Everything prospers under his management the gentry love both him and my dame and the poor people adore them Thus ran mr. Longman on to my inexpressible delight you may believe and when he withdrew tis an honest soul said my dear mr b i love him for his respectful love to my angel and his value for the worthy pair very glad i am that everything answers their wishes may they long live and be happy the dear man makes me spring to his arms whenever he touches this string for he speaks always thus kindly of you and is glad to hear he says that you don't live only to yourselves and now and then adds that he is as much satisfied with your prudence as he is with mine That parents and daughters do credit to one another and that the praises he hears of you from every mouth Make him take a great pleasure in you as if you were his own relations How delighting how transporting rather my dear parents must this goodness be to your happy daughter and how could I forbear repeating these kind things to you that you may see how well everything is taken that you do When the expected visit from Lord and Lady Davis is over the approaching winter will call us to London And as I shall then be nearer to you we may oftener hear from one another which will be a great heightening to my pleasures But I hear such an account of the immoralities which persons may observe there along with the public diversions that it takes off a little from the satisfaction i should otherwise have in the thought of going thither for they say quarrels and duels and gallantries as they are called so often happen in london that those enormities are heard of without the least wonder or surprise this makes me very thoughtful at times but god i hope will preserve our dearest benefactor and continue to me his affection and then i shall be always happy Especially while your health and felicity confirm and crown the delights of your ever-dutiful daughter p.b End of letter 25